All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of A uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, today, I want to touch briefly, like an introduction, on another book that, that I read on the political philosophy. I've、uh, been reading a little bit of、uh, those books on taxation.、Um, the author of this book called、uh, Michael J. Sandel. Um, he's actually really famous. I think I first saw him. I think he was teaching a、uh, political philosophy class at Harvard that that got made into a、uh, online courseware, right? Called Justice, right? Um, and uh, he really makes a very very interesting case in terms of providing examples about what money can buy, right? Like in a capitalistic society where there should be some kind of a limit on market, right? How do you define that? How do you think about which item should we trade and which item should we not trade? Right.、Um, Michael argues that we live at a time when almost everything can be bought and sold. So what that means is we need to really rethink the role that markets should play in our society. So, a couple examples, right? Uh, there was this、uh, ad agency in Europe. You know,、um, they shave their heads and then they put like a, some kind of ad painting on the top of your head, so people can see the top of your head when you are walking. And some people is in the、uh, high rise for money, right? Or、uh, there is this group of people that pay old people that are near death and near the end of their life. Life insurance, and then they get paid off after the person actually died, right? So, this is a very interesting subject of what is moral or what is the more moral parameter for a market, right? Is there anything that money just absolutely should not buy, or everything is for sale if we can find a buyer, right? Um. What is actually the problem with everything for sale, right? First of all, that will widen the wealth gap, right? The inequality, right? Rich versus poor. Rich people can buy more stuff than poor people. Rich people can buy organs. They can buy children. They can buy all kinds of stuff. Poor people cannot, right? So that limited their choices. Secondly, when we're talking about corruption. What is a coercive tendency of the market, right? It does have a side where the market doesn't really or or doesn't only allocate goods, but also promote the attitude towards goods being exchanged. So, in a sense that by allowing some kind of a reaction to happen, or by not saying anything, or by not doing anything. It really changes the attitude for this particular trade, right? So it's like if you don't do anything, you are secretly allowing it. That's kind of the gist of this. So, in a sense, in our economics, we assume that markets are inert, right? So what do they inert is they don't affect the goods that they exchange. 
so it's like a medium, right? It's like Amazon, right? Like、uh, Amazon was never designed to be a bookseller in the first place. They got started with bookseller because first of all, book cannot go bad. Secondly, they really worked out the inventory issue with book selling because sometimes your local bookstore will have a narrated or limited collection. Then you know we're buying a book from New Mexico or Arizona, right? Like those bookshop that that book the bookstore that have your book. So. In a sense that the eco the economies always assume that the market is wrong, but it's not the case, right? Amazon, for example, Amazon, in my opinion, should be broken up because they are actually using their data and algorithm. They're actually being dis、uh, discriminatory against other、uh, smaller brands, right? They can have so much leverage in terms of competing with data and with. User interfaces so that they can prefer or advertise or rank it higher their own product or or product that pay them compared to let's say、uh, rank by the customer likelihood right or the customer ratings. So the assumption of market is inert are wrong. So the main question is: Is it appropriate to treat them as commodities? For example. Human, right? We usually sell humans as slaves, like you know, in America about a century ago, right? Or human organs, should they be a commodity? Or we say children, right? Children trafficking or sex trafficking. How sh- how do we draw the line, right? Because buying and selling goods corrupts and degrades them. So it's not really just a case of. Okay, I'm just gonna buy this, and then、uh, everything will be fine. No,、uh, nobody's feeling will get hurt. But by actually making the transaction, Michael argues that they alters one of our perceptions about a certain attitude or certain philosophical views on a certain item, right? So by the end of the day, there are some ways to evaluating goods and. By extend the more the moral limit of a market, right? So, to be honest, guys, this is not one of my favorite books, but I think the idea can be interesting. The concept can be thought inspiring.、Um, so throughout the book, they gave a lot of examples, right? You know,、um, different <laughs> weird examples. I remember reading them. So.、Uh, I don't really plan on giving you guys my take of it during this series. We're we're probably gonna take one or two days on it. The reason because this is something that I do feel like can be taken into consideration as a thought exercise, right?、Um, and and I think most people will have a certain view of it. That is almost universally, you know, the same, right? Okay,、uh, trading organs are bad, right? Or, or,、uh, or you know,、uh, trading childrens are bad, right? Or, or you know, like、uh, human trafficking is bad. We all know that, but sometimes they deserve to take a closer look at a certain situation and really 
to determine, okay, if this is the case, what does that say about our psyche? What does that say about our society values? So um, for the next couple of days, I want to go over a couple examples in details and then kind of brainstorm a little bit and, ex and explore a little bit. And I think that is the benefit of reading philosophy is that right or wrong doesn't really matter in this particular case, right? Like it's, it's really about how you should think about this item or how should you think about this particular issue and just to consider an actual layers of it in terms of, okay, here's what's might going to happen and here's what I think about it. So anyway, um, I'm going to call it for today. Uh, my biggest takeaway for today is that market is not inert. Market does a lot of transaction. When that transaction happens, a certain attitude, a certain view has to be impacted as well. And tomorrow, we're going to take a look at a very specific example. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, happy Halloween. No, Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and uh, uh, we're going to talk tomorrow. Bye.